know what time it is. This is Kaya's Jambalaya. You know I'm always cooking up something hot. Come on in. Let me feed you, baby. Yes, this show is lit. Listen, the interviews just keep getting better and better. Uh, so this is Kaya's Jambalaya, and I need y'all to pull up a seat and grab your bowl, because I intend on feeding you today. Listen, I got to go back because this is just how it goes. So let me tell you a little bit. You know, I like to tell y'all a little bit about myself and um, who I am and where I'm coming from. So as a child, I was told very young that my family was Black Jew and that we do not eat pork. And this is the way that we lived until other influences came into our lives. So my father being the man that he was and raising us that way, um, obviously he was going to have some people who were uh, not in agreement. So we had our grandmas who would try and sneak us the occasional piece of pork, a little piece of bacon, oh, try a piece of ham, and then we'd be sick for the next three days because, you know, obviously we were having something that was foreign to us. Um, some of us liked it and continued to try and eat it, and some of us didn't. Now, I was a child who just was like, yeah, nah, I'll pass. And it's only once I came into a time where my dad and I were in a disagreement that I decided as part of my rebellion that I was going to eat pork. And I also knew that I could, um, or that it would influence my siblings to eat it also. And so I used to just make all kinds of stuff, real good stuff with pork and we would eat it. But we also noticed that something had changed inside of us once we ate the pork. We noticed that we became aggressive. It, unusually aggressive. Like it was a problem. Something that we had never experienced before. And for many years, I ate pork out of rebellion. And one day my friend invited me to come to Jamaica with her. And I did. And after going to Bath in St. Thomas, a man that was near the, um, they have some shacks set up outside where they sell food and natural drinks and soaps and different stuff. And we went to go and buy some jerk pork. And when we went to these stands, they had a very small piece of pork, but the piece of pork was like 800 US dollars. That's $8 US. You could probably get a whole slab of ribs for that. And it was a very, very tiny piece of jerk pork. And we said, well, why is the pork so expensive? And they said, because nobody up here don't really grow, raise pigs like that. So I'm like, why? He like, because the pigs just corrupt the land. So I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, come, come, let me take a walk. We walk up the little road and he says, see this here? This is the juice lady yard. Her yard is plush. She got fruits everywhere, all kinds. The next land, less next piece of land, the man got avocado trees. He got, I mean, he's he his land is plush, 
Beautiful. About four lots down is the man who raised the pig lot. His lot, the grass don't hardly grow. Everything is chewed, bitten, and he got his 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 pen and stuff like that, but they break out at times. But you get to see what happens to the land when pigs live there. It's not a good thing. <clears throat> this is why people build, build, build pig pens. A goat can roam free. The goats is running free all over the place. They try and contain the pigs because the pigs corrupt the land and make mm -hmm. the trees grow ugly. It make the grass grow ugly. It don't make it look nice. A pig will eat a boot, his own feces, doodle it out, his kids, doodle it out and eat it back again. And so my spirit came to the conclusion about some things about pork. One, I don't believe you're supposed to give, one, I don't believe you're supposed to eat pork at all, but I definitely don't believe you're supposed to give children pork. I think that pork makes the children's mind go wary. Mm. It will make them wayward, aggressive. It won't, it won't make them ambitious. It'll take away their ambitions. Something about consuming this meat with the trichnia worm in it or whatever the trich I want to say the right name for it. Um <clears throat> the trick trick trichinosis worm. And they say it comes from eating raw or undercooked meat, but it's it's pork, it's a roundworm parasite, and it's found in pork. And this is something that I need y'all to pay attention to. We can't keep eating pork as a people. Black people, I am uh, today I'm saying the words to y'all and I know a lot of y'all going to be mad at me about this, but we cannot continue to eat pork. We cannot. We have to stop eating the pork. We have to cleanse our systems of the pork. There is um there's a lot of people online that you could actually go and look at on how not to eat pork. Mm -hmm. But please find some information, read it, educate yourself, because you wouldn't believe what types of changes you'll see in yourself after not eating pork. Mm. Let me ask you guys something. Do you guys eat pork in your family? Um, so that's a, that's a, first of all, what you're, you're touching on is some, is some really powerful things. Um, so I'm, I'm pescatarian, so I don't, I don't eat, um, any meat like that. Like I eat seafood. My wife does eat pork. Um, and, and my children do not. Um, so it, it is, it is like a, it, it is a different dynamic. And I think she, if she was, if she was here, she would even say it, it is, it, it is a heavy, it's like a heavy meat. Like when she eats it, it is in her system. She does feel it. Um, but you know, like, but they say it all the time, what we put in, into our bodies, like, like that, that living organism or, or whatever it is, whether it be a plant or an animal, um, it, it, it carries an energy. So when we take it and we put it into our being, we are definitely consuming that energy, a part of that life force. So yeah, so if the, if the pig is what it is and, and carries itself in that way, we, it's no wonder when it, get, when it enters our system, that it, it, it destroys us inside, um, and actually it destroys us inside out, so to speak, because it does it does start to warp our way of being as well. Um uh, Inga, so, oh, what about you? I don't eat pork. I, I was raised well, I was raised at Ventus. 
Um, so there was no pork. You mentioned the Jewish thing, and I was like, yeah, the, pretty much they consider themselves kind of like the Jews, but not really. Um, so I will say there was no pork. And from time to time, I may try it because there was so much hype around it with other mm -hmm. people, right? And I was like, mm, no. So when I was young, I knew I don't eat that. I was stronger almost, right? As an adult where you can choose whatever you want to do, I was like, mm -hmm. mm, everybody's talking about this bacon, bacon. Let me try it. And I really didn't like it. I, I it, Like you said, it almost, it made me sick. It didn't sit well in my body. So why do mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I find that it's something that we struggle with. So if you're ever struggling, I'm going to tell you a book that helped me when I was younger to just kick it. So it's been many years since I've eaten pork now, but um, How Not to Eat Pork or Life Without the Pig. And it's a book by... Um, Sharazad Ali. It's mm. a little pink book and it's a book that is very helpful because a lot of us don't know that the toothpaste that we use, the soaps that we use mm -hmm. have pork in it. Yeah, um, and it keeps us dependent. It keeps us dependent on that pig, on that on that um that type of fat because it's this fat is almost like um this is why sugar is so addictive actually. White sugar especially is so addictive because in order to get it to crystallize like that and and that when after they bleach all the color out of it and stuff like that, in order to get it to crystallize like that, they use pig bone to wow. make the sugar, to make white sugar crystallize that way. Um, So it's hard for us to kick it because every day we're ingesting some of this white sugar stuff in something that we're eating, especially if you're eating any muffins from any places, any juices, drinks, whatever it is. It, this is what it is. This is really what they're doing to us. Mm. Um, And it, it keeps you, I think it keeps you away from your consciousness. Um, So I'd like to put the users to the test. And this is almost the end of my segment. So I just want to, I want to put you all to the test today. Um, I want us to try and stop eating pork. And if you hear this, if you hear this call to action, I want you to get in touch with me. Keep, keep up with me. Let me know what your progress is like. Let me know what your children have been like since you've taken it out of their diets. Let me know. Tell me how you feel. Um, before we go, I just want to say one thing that um, that actually inspired my sister um, to stop eating pork. Um, for those of you who know, we we went to prison together. And when we got there, um, we realized very quickly that most of the meals that they eat consist of pork, mm -hmm. um, especially on the weekends when when we're it's the most important for us really to have those real real meals. Um, they would either bring down a big pan of a huge pan of just like pig fat and odd pig parts and stuff. And then they would have one little plate with like eight fish on it. And those eight fish would have to be distributed between um, five people or six people. And they're very small fish. They're bangamary fish, those like Guyanese fish. And you would have two little strips of that and a whole heap of rice. And my sister was hungry and she was like, you know, I, I'm I'm eating this. And I, I had to say to her, I said, sister, don't eat the pork. She's like, well, I'm hungry. And this is not, I'm like, listen to me. You're gonna thank me later, but I need you to strengthen your mind today. If you can do anything 
This is going to be the sacrifice that you'll make. Don't eat the pork. You're getting ready to go home. You could have whatever you want when you get there. Don't eat the pork here. Three weeks went by and every Sunday they would eat the pork and then start fighting after. And I would just look at her and mm. I said, understand what I'm talking about now? Mm. We only two people in here with our wits about us right now besides them two right there. And these two is straight out their minds. So we, I'm like, come on, sister, you hear me? And she's mm. like, oh, yeah. So we don't eat pork no more. Wow. And it's just like all of us now. So it's it's a thing because we've seen it. We understand it. So if I can give you any strength or power to use anything to keep in mind, keep that in mind. Mm. You'll 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 thank me and you'll thank yourself for it later. So you're no not, pork on my fork is our new slogan. Yeah. If I, I wait, wait, say, hold on. Say okay. the slogan one more time. And there's one no. thing I want to say. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go and coin this, but it's it's no pork on my fork. <laughs> I like it. Let's take a quick positive cause just to shout out our homegirls, Kemba and Andrea from Keen Real Estate Group. Whenever you're thinking real estate, whenever you're thinking investments, whenever you're thinking about planning for the long term, think Keen Real Estate Group. They're generating wealth for generations. KeenGroup.ca if your goal is to purchase a car and to make the process as simple as possible, just get a car broker, guys. You just get a car broker. Big shout out to our homeboy, Hamsdale Jacques, the owner of HJCoutierAuto.com. That's H-J-C-O-U-R-T-I-E-R-A-U-T-O.com. If you're a small to medium-sized business and you're getting started and you're ready to go to the next level, what do you need? You need a phone line and you need a website. Think Mainstream Digicom. They got all your telecommunication needs checked. MainstreamDigicom.com. You're trying to get out on the web. You're trying to understand how to navigate through ads. Check out Java Logics for all your marketing, your digital marketing. Where would we be without Preston? I don't even know. Check out Java Logics. I give thanks to Preston for what he's done for the OFC. The amount of positive reviews we've gotten from all his referrals, we're proud to stand behind his work. Check out javalogics.com. No, it's not just because he's my brother. It's because you can't talk hip-hop in Montreal without saying M-City Solo. Guys, check out his latest project, In My Feels, available on mcitysolo.com. If it's not one of the, the hardest new EPs to hit Montreal, come and let me know. You already know. It's your boy, Farrell, big enough, mcitysolo.com. Keeping the culture alive. I gotta give thanks to West Can Folk Performing Company. For the last 40 years plus, they've been promoting our culture through song, drum, and dance, educating youth, the children, the seniors. Just check them out. WestCanFolk.com. Girl, what are you cooking? My curry chicken. Ooh, you're burning it. Oh, gosh, it looks so... <laughs> It's okay, girl. You need the Curry House. They have the best Caribbean food in town. Two locations in Montreal, West Island and Cotonège. For more information, follow Caribbean Curry House MTL. Don't forget to mention the Empower Hour for your 10% discount. So, who placed in the order? Me. <laughs> DeVito, Wizkid. 
Burner Boy. Those are just some of the big names that's blessed Montreal thanks to Afrobeats Montreal. Definitely check out Afrobeats MTL for all concerts, show listings, everything that has to do with Afrobeats in the city. Check out Afrobeats MTL. One full circle. We are the Melanin Community Resource Hub and Network. What does that mean? We're here for each other. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to just add on. There was a, a brother who came down this past weekend. Um, Westcan brought him down. They were doing their workshop, another one of their um, carnivals, mass music and movement workshops, and they had Prime come down. And he's like, a, he's like a storyteller, a griot, and a and a performer, a dancer. And I was speaking to him about the trauma recovery. And funny enough, like in talking about the, the the healing that we need as a community, he he made it a point to say that we cannot fully heal as a community if we do not address our diet. He's like, because it's one thing to heal a person's mind. Um, and then you have the person's mind, like they're thinking a certain way. But then if if they do not realize that they're now eating a certain thing that is going and it's going to bring them back there. So it's like they they're mentally they got mentally healed. They got spiritually uplifted and then they go and take some not some some nastiness. <laughs> that's how we put it into their bodies. It's going to slowly impact their mind again and bring them back into the same thing that they were just into. So he's like, if you if you're going to do this work, brother, he's like, you got to address the diet at the same time as addressing the healing. Um, um, right. the, the psychological and the mental and the spiritual. So yeah, it's like it's like pouring it's like pouring clean water into a dirty glass. Like, mm. what are we really doing? Facts. That's that's basically what it is. Or even yeah. or even it's like it's like now you've cleaned yourself up, so you're all clean, and it's like drinking dirty water. You just put, you just you know what I mean? Like you're you're outside your body, your 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 frame, your 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 temple is all clean. You've now uplifted it. You've changed your mindset, perfect. And then you go and start eating toxic things. You start eating uh, dead one food. big sip of Flint water, like right, right. Yeah, I want to say. It's like we are connected on a level because I got that book. I moved to Atlanta mm. probably like 23 years ago, and I got that book. I don't even remember how I got that book, but I remember it. It was a thin book. It was pink. The pig was drawn like somebody drew it, and yep. it was so full of information. And In that I didn't know at the book. time that the hidden pork, you know, like you be no the bacon and all that stuff, but the hidden pork in your toothpaste and all these places. And, and it really was, it, it, I, I took it to heart. I, you know, in the whole, in your journey to try to live better, these things come along. So it's cool that we, we both had that, um, that little piece. Anyway, that book was instrumental. It was really good. And can can yeah, I the name again for our listeners? How not to eat pork or life without the pig or life without pork. Um, but they talk about even some of the coloring that they use. So yellow number five, red number six, these are pork, but you just don't know it because they done mixed it up and made it into something. And they, and, but that is actually the pork that's in your food. But why would they be disguising it? Why would they not just say that this is a pork byproduct and tell you, hey, this is what's in your food? They need us to eat it so that our minds are weak. They need us to eat it. They ha- they want us to ingest it. And those of us, they're like, oh, it's like a lifestyle. Mm, ribs, mm, prosciutto. Oh, mm, that is killing you. Yeah. Mm, it is I making- think we had some pork yesterday. You did? Sarah and I had some marshmallow. Uh, oh, some- yeah. I actually- we had some, what is it called? Yo. Breakfast- 
Where? As you say that, oh my goodness. Okay, sorry, Queen Kaz, we're jumping out of your yeah, that's But no, it's so true. And I almost died last night. So, yo, so I forgot that I had that. Yo, yeah, I have, first of all, I haven't eaten marshmallows in the longest time. I don't eat marshmallows because I know there's gelatin in it and I do not eat pork. But I was on the vibe. I picked up some some cookies from uh from my 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 cousin Kiki Cakes. Anybody who wants cakes, uh, cookies, delicious. But anyways, that's not the point. The point is, she had some Rice Krispies there, and she's like, uh, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I just had some cookies. I got a little sweet tooth going on. I'm kind of munching. Let me have some of this Rice Krispies square. She's like, there's pork in it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's all right. I'm, you know, I, I don't normally eat this, but I'm gonna give it a try. Yo, so I ate it. I don't know. I forgot. And last night I had, uh, sorry guys, definitely too much information, but it was a terrible bowel movement. It was <laughs> like, I was dying. I was like, yo, what is happening in my insides? What is tearing me apart? Yeah, I, yo, it was that. I forgot. It. I forgot I ate that. Thank so you. I'm going to tell you what's happening. The universe is fighting us right now. So yeah, I have purchased uh uh some meat from um a market like a meat market mm -hmm. and um it was in what i purchased i thought was beef rib so i had two bags of it i last yesterday i defrosted everything and i started preparing the food last night and i started making it and i'm like i feel like this meat don't don't look right to me but my friend looked at it and they was like, nah, this is not um, beef. This is goat meat. So I'm like, word. They like, yeah, this is goat meat. So I'm like, all right. So I cooked this pot of food. I made one small bowl of it. But I ate this food and immediately I felt bad. Mm. Now, the food tastes good, but I knew something was wrong. And I'm going to tell you, I've had anxiety all night long. I was going to message y'all at two in the morning and tell y'all, y'all, I don't even think I'm going to be able to do this at 8 a.m. I was up at two in the morning this morning, sick. Not only that, I went and got back in the bed. And at 3.30, I was woke up with Charlie horses in both my legs. Damn. I got up. I walked for an hour. I had to get I had to run a cold bath and get in the cold bath. The cramps would not stop. I was I was going to message y'all and tell y'all, y'all, something is wrong with me. I can't do it. My my both my legs went into cramps last night. I'm like, I think it was something mixed in that bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got to be careful what we put into our temples now. We can't take yeah. well, that. It happened yesterday. Why it happened? Listen, let me tell you something. The mm -hmm. universe knows that we are on on that path to fixing, to recouping, yeah. and it wants to throw us off by any means. I'm telling you, I feel it in my body. Yeah, facts. Kaya, you it's said it. It's, it's like a test. The universe yeah. tests us when we're close. When we're working on something, we're like, this is what we're going to do. The test starts to come. Facts. Yeah. Yep. We know Dessa said it. She said it's gonna happen. You know, you know it's bad when I cook a pot of food and I take the whole thing and stick it in a freezer because I'm gonna freeze it and just throw it in the garbage. Oh, it got out my house because I believe I might have ingested like uh, maybe it might have been even just one piece of uh, two pieces in there, but it's is something and I 
feel it in my body and mm -hmm. I am not happy right now. I'm like, oh, you've been trying to get me for a long time. The, the devil made me dream that I had ate pork in my dream and in, the grease was running down my face and I woke up out of my sleep like, <laughs> no. When it takes seven years to rid your body of the trichnia worm. Mm. Seven years for it to die if you don't consume any pork. Oh, man. This is, guys, take heed, people. If you're listening, we are here to empower as, you all. Where, as your body starts to relieve itself of all of the essence, you'll start to have flashbacks of times that you ate pork and it was good. Almost like a drug, like a drug addict who, who, who ends up relapsing because they have a dream or something that makes them feel like they got high. And now all of a sudden they back getting high again. This is what pork I feel like has done to me. So when I got close to my seven year mark, I started having dreams. When I got home from prison, it happened to me. I think I talked about this while I couldn't remember whether it was dream a dream or it happened in real life that somebody came to my house when I first got home from prison. And I realized that it wasn't actually a dream. This girl, I'm, I was, I'm friends with a non-melanated lady and you know, me just trying to not be like that type of person. I don't want to be out here. Like, you know, I don't, I just don't like you cause you, cause you this, <laughs> I allowed this lady to come in my house. She knew I wasn't doing well. I had just came home from prison and she came to my house and she ordered a pizza with pepperoni on it. Mm. And I had no money. I had no food, no nothing. She came, she ate the pizza, half the pizza in my house, and she took the pizza and put it on the stove. And that night I went to bed hungry. I went to bed, I went to sleep, I laid in my bed and I went to sleep and I prayed and I was just like, God, just suffice me. I know that tomorrow I'm gonna get some change and everything's gonna be good. In the middle of the night, I have a dream that I got up and I ate this pizza. And it literally tortured me because I couldn't remember later on whether it was a dream or whether it was real. And I toiled with this in my mind. And I'm saying to myself, you didn't eat the pizza, Kaya. But my spirit was like, you wanted to, though. <laughs> you wanted to. And that's why your mind came. I'm telling you. So I, if I can encourage the people in any kind of way, just heal up, heal yourself. Heal mm. yourself. Keep up with me. Tell me how you feel. Tell me Tell me what you experience. And that is my segment. 